It's good to have you back, Faisal. Oh my God. Ludo, die. welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure to see you guys. How you doing? You already got us cracking up laughing. That's what life is all about. We have to laugh. <laughs> That's right. Whether we win or lose on the uh, football field, on the cultural field, we have to laugh. Yeah, laugh but is these, the best medicine. But these days, Napoli doesn't lose. They just win. I got to start with my... Uh, you know, every ones. Napoli post, I think that's what you comment. I do, because I don't like certain... Sure. Not that I don't like. I don't agree with certain comments. And that's why I, you know, Naples were very superstitious. So, Like what? We, uh, like what comments? Uh, well, comments uh, that certain people make. Jealousy, uh, you know, reading nah, between... Us, the, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the, uh, the comments. Oh, the comments, the, uh, of course. Like, like when Mike was trying to make you guys get Ronaldo. Ronaldo. <laughs> no, I understand why Mike wanted Ronaldo I mean, it, in uh, in Italy, but for I don't Ger think I don't think Ronaldo. Cells, no, no, Ronaldo, Ronaldo is not a, uh, a locker room guy. He's not no? one of those uh, players. It's me, myself, and I. I always thought that, and I to this day I still do. Uh, fair enough. He's not respected in the uh, in the locker room. He doesn't respect other players, and the coaches know that. And uh, I. I, I don't think you don't need a, a problem in the locker room. And then the, the Laurentiis would never buy a player a certain age. I mean, uh, mm. to me, it, it, it was all uh, fake news. Uh, Georgina, always welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we were doing special edition second episode of a podcast in the same week, two episodes this week. Mm. We decided we're going to, the Champions League happened, Champions League, Europa League, Conference League. Uh, we'll talk about some of the games in Europe and then we'll preview, of course, because we've got Milan and Napoli this weekend. We've got some really, really, really good matches. It's especially Napoli, Milan. You're absolutely right. Thank you, Antonio. Mm. No, it's not. It's Milan Napoli. No, it's in uh, it's Milan Napoli. Oh, yeah. Shook. I'm yeah, sorry. We play in. Uh, <laughs> we play in Milan. Yes. I like it. I so like we, it we decided. We decided that we're going to do a special podcast. Yeah. How you doing today, Anto? Good. Good. Yeah. Feeling good. Absolutely. Hey, you did good in Champions League this week. Got that win, uh, first one of the season. We we, did, we were together when we watched the game. I remember that. Yeah. And your stats they didn't they didn't uh, uh, demand actually that AC Milan. Uh, was going to win anything. My stat was not against Milan. Well, but it was, uh, you know, all the negative was, the stat was negative, so right? So the stat that I told them was that <clears> Milan <throat> hadn't won a home game in Champions League since 2013. And you said, stats are meant to be broken. Sure enough, we did. Hey, by the way, I, I, I have to apologize to my attire, but uh, this one here, nevertheless, is still a black and red. It's a shark. Squally? Yeah, yeah, shark. But, uh, nice. you know, I had my cultural shirts uh, misplaced by my wife. Let me blame her. Huh? <laughs> Don't blame it on her. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Do you, you believe that we, I lost the bet. If Milan was going to win the league, I had to buy him a Milan jersey. Mm -hmm. Authentic jersey with Antonio, number five on the back. The guy never wears it. Yeah, do I'm going to wear it Sunday. He never bring, oh. never wears a shirt. Uh, you know. Oh, they deserve to win the uh, the league. It was, they were very consistent last season and they deserve to win the, uh, they deserve to win the league. Thank you, Ludo. At least the first one that actually he said it. Uh, I you think know. that's my, uh, you know, that, that's my uh, uh, opinion. You know uh, what? You said it, Ludo, but I, 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 I always said that if Napoli will have won the campionato, will make me happy. As long as Inter Juventus, they don't win it. Anybody, Roma, especially Napoli. Napoli is the south. Um, uh, I, uh, I do, I do like Napoli to win. Let's start with uh, with Napoli. Let's let's talk about their Champions League uh, campaign so far. They had the match against Liverpool, which we, we've we've talked about so much, made us so proud. And then the game against Rangers, which, you know, I was a little bit scared. I said, you're going to Scotland, you're going against a team like Rangers. I know that they lost their first game, but I thought it could be mentally a little bit difficult for Napoli to win that match. And then they did it with, with flying colors, 3-0. 
Obviously, we know the penalty miss. What, what do you what do you make about not playing the Champions League this year? Because you actually have a chance of finishing first place yeah. in a group that most people, when they saw that, they automatically said, all right, Napoli will be good if they finish second place. Well, I think when you when you start a campaign, uh, Champions League, and playing against Liverpool, and after two minutes, you're already creating, dictating the tempo, you're already creating a couple opportunities, and then you get a, uh, uh, a penalty, it, it all goes in your favor. It's a different Napoli, it's a new Napoli, it's uh, uh, two years younger. I think the players that were part of the old group that started the rumors and the and whatever happened in the locker room with with Ancelotti, they're uh, they're all gone. And uh, De Laurentiis, great manager, he, he he had a plan which he succeeded really well. And I think we have a Napoli with new players that want to show that they can play. And I think that in the locker room this year, there's an air freshener. The, the, the air is fresher. You're breathing a little bit better. Without a leader. The, the, windows, are, uh, the, 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 the windows are open. And uh, I feel that also um, Spalletti does not owe certain things to certain people. And De Laurentiis was right that, you know, all the, the fans were against him during the summer, not buying any any players. Any moves that he makes, it's dictated by a, a counter move. He, he knows already, this is what's going to happen. This is mm -hmm. what I'm going to do. He already has, it's like a lawyer that before he asks you the question, he already knows the answer to that, mm -hmm. to that, to that question. Otherwise, he will never ask you that question. Understand. So he knows he already has plan B. He knows which players he could get and which mm -hmm. players that he cannot get. So that is very is very uh, uh, organized, and uh, we're doing really well today. I think Spalletti uh, is doing a great uh, job, and the new players they are uh, easily into the into the style of play. Like those guys have played together for years. Yeah. The the Georgian guy, you know, Raspadori coming in and scoring important goals, even though he did only play ten minutes in Champions League, but those ten minutes mentally and the confidence that built inside you goes a long way even with the with the georgian uh, player Kvala. politano, Kvala. Uh, politano but the, the but why king. is there that why is there that air freshener because most people thought you're losing your leaders you're losing Koulibaly, you're losing insignia you're losing fabian ruiz mertens got mertens guys that in the locker room were so important and even on the pitch at difficult times so why do you think that they're still able to have this fresh air i think because to be completely honest the people that you just mentioned that were leaders in the locker room, important games, important, certain games, important games, they were not leaders on the field. Mm. And I'm including Koulibaly. I'm including the Mertens. We failed. These people failed when they were supposed to carry Napoli on their shoulders. Important games, they have failed that opportunity to win something for <coughs> Napoli. Uh, against Verona, tying 1-1. The Scudetto lost to, uh, to Juventus with 91, uh, Point. with, with 91 uh, points. The Scudetto lost this year where we were with Milan up to a certain point and then, Drifted you apart. know, then we, we went, uh, you know, we went down. So, yes, leaders, uh, we call them leaders, but leaders, <clears throat> they have to be consistent. They mm -hmm. have to be on and off the field and decisive games, they have to show up. And I feel that these three players in certain games, they did not show up 
in important games when Napoli really needed them Interesting. in order to achieve a uh, a particular so goal. Who's um, a leader now though? Like do you think that that's made everyone around like the rest of the 11 players or 14 players, 15 players? Do you think they've all thought that they had to step up because they lost those figures? Well, I think now uh, the leadership look, look, look the group, at, el grupo. The group. Look at Zielinski. Zielinski this year, he feels he's a leader. Mm. He has responsibility. He, uh, he answers to Spalletti and not the other players that were there last year, meaning mm -hmm. answers to Spalletti. He knows that he's one of the oldest on the team and he has to carry because now he's the leader of the uh, the, the old people uh, that uh, uh, that stayed. Lozano, the same way. Politano, the same, uh, the, the same way. Now, these guys, they feel that in the locker room, they have something to say. Mm. They have something to prove. And now they're the leaders and they can speak to Spalletti and Spalletti speaks to them as leaders up to this time. We're always talking, you know, up to this time. Look at Ancelotti going back to two years. Why was Ancelotti fired? Because certain people did not accept the change that Ancelotti wanted to bring to the team, the style of play changing from the 4-3-3 to the 4-4-2 and telling players now instead of playing in this position, you're going to play in this position. And they went to him and they said, but who are you? I'm not changing my position. This is the way I play. So they didn't start playing. They stopped playing for Napoli. So the shirt didn't matter. You were not a leader at that time because if you're a leader, you accept the coach's decision what he wants to do and not try to get him fired and going on the field, they're only producing 50%. Mm -hmm. So that, those guys are gone. Those guys are completely gone. Mm. And I feel that it's a new spring. It's fresh air. There's sun in the locker room. And I feel that the players, they're playing. They're happy when they play. They're enjoying themselves on the I field. See that. Yeah. They support one another. They're producing. And the old players helped a lot. The new players into the system. Ludo, that's a good idea for the... Uh, I want to bring a point up to that. That's more how you brought it up. It was like new blood that's needed. Something new that was yes. needed in Napoli. But a I, new cycle. Yeah, exactly. Napoli started a new cycle. Exactly. Reju the average age was 27 years. Yeah. Now the team is 25 years. At the the salary was 115. Yeah. Now we're done, I believe, to 80, 85. It went down tremendously. And I brought up in the last podcast um, for Napoli, um, per Performance-wise, Insignia did, wasn't re didn't really score that much. Gvaratskeli already surpassed him in open goals, this, in regular goals this season, and it's only been a few match days. Do you think if you had someone like Gvaratskeli last season, or if Insignia actually put up numbers in scoring, how much closer do you guys think you could have went to the Scudetto? Since if, you guys if, drifted if, off, you know, towards the end, like you were saying, Insignia, uh, Milan. Guys, no one brings you closer to Serie A than OneFootball. They are sponsoring this episode because they have digital video moments that are now available. We told you last time that they were not available yet. You had to be on a waiting list. Now they are. They are linked in our description below. This is going to be amazing, Marco. This is going to be present, future, and of course past incredible Serie A moments that you can now buy, sell, purchase, trade. Once you own it, it's yours. And there's so many amazing moments that we could possibly get. I know we're going to do a pack opening one of these days to do it. We're going to challenge each other and we're, see who gets a better exactly. one. I want Leal dribbling past all those Inter defenders. I was there live in person, and to be able to own it, 
I think it would be amazing. I would never trade that one, though. I mean, the goal that uh, Dybala just scored against Empoli. Oh, my God. That Outside the good. box. I, that was, was I wouldn't be mad that if I get better. that one, that's for sure. But you guys know, our name is Italian Football TV. We try to bring you all content and anything that is related to Serie A and One Football is doing that. If you've watched any Serie A this weekend, you even see their ads all over the place on the, on the billboards. Guys, the description is in the link is in the description down below. Go and get your digital video moments thanks to One Football. Now, let's return to the show. Dinya, to me, felt the responsibility of being Neapolitan. Mm -hmm. You are Neapolitan. You are the captain of the team. It's like the whole world is on your shoulder. You need to prove three times more than mm -hmm. another captain mm -hmm. from another city or, or being the captain of that team. You have to prove yourself. And I felt that character-wise, personality-wise, Insignia did not have that capability and say, okay, today... I'll carry you on my shoulders. Mm. Today, we're walking out of here with a, with, with with a victory. Wind, yeah. It would feel too much pressure. And he couldn't take it, right? He yeah. couldn't, right. You but, know, on that, but on that pressure, my question is, I know things are working really well now. We're talking about in the moment, what we've seen at the table, what, what they've shown in the first couple games. My, my thing is, what, do you think when the going gets tough, when they f hit that first hurdle, are you confident that with Spalletti and with these newfound leaders in the team that you'll be able to overcome those things? Well, you will, uh, Marco. Throughout the season, every team, uh, no matter how strong you are and the names that go on the field and, and how much they're getting paid, the famous play, you will have hurdles during the season. But that's how Spalletti's job is to keep that locker room together, but do you make think everyone can? feel important, yes. I think I, I I think he can because based on what he's promised and based on the way right now he's uh, he's playing and what he told those players because remember you got a guy like Raspadori okay I want to go to Napoli but before these guys accept to go to another team they will have a conversation with the coach coach I'm coming to you what do you expect from me how are you going to utilize me am I starting from the bench am I a starter how many games am I going to play? What are you guaranteeing me? So Spalletti spoke to these guys, even Simeone. Simeone was convinced by his father. He had opportunities, uh, proposals from the EPL, important teams. But his father said, you're going to Napoli. And he, ex he only wanted to go to Napoli. So now he accepted. That's a guy that scored, what, 15, 17 goals? 17, yeah, 17 last year. Last now season. he's going to be the backup of Osimhen. Of so he accepted that project mm. because Spalletti told him, Raspadori, you will start a few games. A few games you will come. And Krava came. You're going to be the substitution of Insigne. You're going to start on my on the left side. Zerbin is your sub. And then Lozano and, and uh, Politano, Politano are going to alternate guys, because you got to play three guys, times a week. The only thing that you guys are missing the philosophy number one has changed. Ludo is just saying it. The fresh, yes. the air fresh. So what are we missing? Stuff. But what you're missing is a point. The team is younger, the way Ludo said, and the speed has changed. Napoli is not a slow team coming up. They're definitely Napoli not slow. is trying to emulate AC Milan in a way. <laughs> <laughs> it's a compliment. Napoli has the quality. Speed. Napoli has quality. The speed of the game in Italy. We always look at the English Premier League. Oh, look how fast, look how fast. Look what happened against the Liverpool. Mm -hmm. Napoli took the game to them. The they didn't have the weight to, for Liverpool yeah. to, to do something. Napoli beat them on their game. On the speed, you just you just overrun those guys. Mm -hmm. You have to just make them come with their tongues out and let them just... Well, that I also bread. blame Klopp a little bit. Well, listen, that I one point the is this. 
But look at the people that you guys got on the team. Kvara is a fast guy. All the defenders that you have right now, except for uh, the, some of the old squad over there, Di Lorenzo, they got speed on their legs. Zelinski, he's played with a different spirit. It's not a leader, but it's someone that doesn't have to say good morning or uh, thank you, sir. No, but he's finally playing company. in the position that is natural position. Espaletti is putting him in the national. He moved back a little bit. Correct. He moved back yes. like 10 meters. If you see Zelensky, yes. he used to play a little bit too high where now he's got the he's, freedom. He's more deep But I think now. it's also, it's like for me, what I look at Napoli and the thing that's most impressive is it's the collective. It's the collective group that makes everything better. Look at Angisa. Look at the player that he's become in the system with Lobotka, Angisa, and Zelensky, which for me is the best midfield in Italy. When I watch right. the balance between all three of them, Lobotka, very technical, sees the game a few steps ahead of everyone. Angisa breaks a line, brings a little bit more physicality to the game, can win 50-50 balls. And Zielinski is the most attacking-minded. He likes to take Str a shot the and score goals. My thing is when you put them all together is when they work. I think if you separated them, I don't know how good yeah. they would be on their own. As a team, but together, great. Napoli found the rhythm that that's how they work. And without but Fabian, also, too. Losing what, someone what with Fabian. I give, what I give huge credit to Spalletti is the rebirth of Lobotka. That guy is a maestro. They Lobotka is the best. He I mean, under Gassuso, he was 30 pounds He's overweight. He's dictating the tempo and everything. Yeah, that's, right. I agree. He, he agree. was 30 pounds overweight. But now the guy, I mean, I think he should be on Dancing with the Star. You see him all of a sudden going, his body is completely to the left. And then he makes that quick. And then, boom, you see him going, to, you know, with the ball to the right. His body yeah, is completely yeah. on He's one a side. different player. And then so completely different completely player. Different. That's thanks to what's his name. Thanks Spalletti. to Spalletti. People, yeah. got, people got pissed at us because we put Lobotka in our, in our team of the, not team of the year, but we did like a best 11 right now. They said like Brozovic is better. The uh, Benacer is better. For me, Lobotka is the best midfielder in Serie A right now. Since the start of the season, mm -hmm. Benacer has been great. Brozovic is not. I love Brozovic. I know he scored two goals. He matches. You can time, argue on Giza physically, too. Physically, he's yeah. not there. But if you had to choose one, for me, I would build a midfield around Lobotka before I built it around anyone else. Based on the first seven you, you games of the season, guys doing so much. Ludo, the physicality too. that we see right now in Serie A. It's trying, we try to match, the, the, not the English Premier League because we have nothing to be copied from, but we have, tech, we have technicality and physicality at the same time. But now, what the Serie A is focusing, even the young team like Salernitana, the speed of Salernitana when they were playing Juventus was overwhelming. Juventus couldn't catch up with the, with the play that Salernitana Napoli, was Napoli on the field. Napoli now has the bench that this year did not have. Now there we have you go. Yeah, there much you we have people that can, when you play against the German teams, against the English teams, you put a guy like, you know, Dom, uh, was it Dombele? And Dombele. And Dombele, Dombele, right. and Dombele. Once he gets into yep. shape, he still doesn't have the rhythm. He still doesn't have the move because he hasn't played in a yeah, long no, time. Wow. But once he gets into shape, you put him and Anguissa, you have the Berlin Wall over there. I mean, Literally. in the midfield. When that guy gets into yeah. shape, the way Anguissa is now, that's the Berlin Wall. I mean, now you got shoulders, you know, you got physicality. Yeah. Marco, if you, you look know, at the first place, if you look at the first place uh, uh, teams right now, Napoli and Milan, look at the and average Atalanta. speed and yeah. Atalanta. But look at the speed that is on the field. We running the ball. We are running. And you guys are mad. <laughs> we are, are running. Mentally, mentally the also Napoli last year, a game against Spezia would have never won. Absolutely. Napoli won out of one last year, the game against Spezia, 89, 89th minute. Mm -hmm. The game against the Rangers yesterday, the Napoli of last year no. or two years ago, after missing two penalties, the team would have started shaking, shaking mentally, and you mm -hmm. probably would have lost that game. Probably. But now nah, that's the team. Okay, we missed two penalties. Not a problem. Yeah. Let's continue working. We'll get it done. Boom, they got it done. That's what I was now, surprised what do you think, with that. What do you think yeah. you guys could do in, in Champions League? Forget about 
um, how far you're going to go. But do you think that now, right now, in within the locker room, and even from your side, you want to finish first place? You still believe? I know it's only two games in. You're first place right now. How do you feel Mark, in I that think, sense? I think this year is a completely different year than the past. Number one, you got you have the World Cup break. Now you will finish the 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 group uh, uh, stage. stage by the end of October, and if Napoli finishes first, and now you come back in February, and those teams coming back from the World Cup, and those players, and maybe the English teams and the German team, they're tired or they're not in shape. Napoli, I think, mm. can 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 hurt someone or can really make it. My opinion. Make, you know, to the top make a count. Yeah. Make it to the top eight. To, to switch over to, to Milan, because I do see a lot of similarities actually between you two. We play um, the same style of soccer, 4 2 3 1. And, it's, and it, I love. No, Napoli's 4 3 3. Yeah, Sometimes at time, Napoli's 4 3 3. Forget about formation. They tried a couple of times, 4 2 3 1. It didn't in work of, against Leitche. It didn't work. In mm-hmm. terms of intensity and in terms of uh, just mentally, the style that they're trying to play, the European style of play, Milan's another team who. In the group, you know, there were some doubts, right? After the first game uh, where you tied 1-1, you came out against Dinamo, and we see Chelsea even struggled against both of those teams. Chelsea, who is regarded, I know they're going through a bad moment, but Chelsea's a, a massive club from, from England. They lost to Dinamo, who you guys were able to beat, and then they tied as well. Um, so for you, how do you, how do you see your, your Champions League run? Obviously, it just started, but do you think Champions League is a goal for Milan? to get into the next round and to go even further on. As I said on the previous uh, um, last meeting that we had, I think that if AC Milan, they play and they stay healthy, AC Milan is going to try to go at least over the quarterfinal. We're going to try to go to the semis. I'm telling you. Listen, this squad here has been built. We have you, we have talent, okay? I mean, even the older, the, the, the only two old guys that we have, Ibra and, and Giroud. Giroud, Giroud is playing, is playing high dividend. You know how many people that look up to Giroud? Giroud is deadly. Giroud might not play, might not play well for 55, 60 minutes. The guy smells the goals. Yeah. The 55, smells 60 the net. minutes. You give him the ball to Giroud on the right place at the right You'll time. Put it in. Giroud is going to screw you. So, what, like, do, what do you think is different though? Like, obviously, I think Pioli's done really good at, at rotating the, the squad. Because look at, look at Salamakers. He's got two goals in two games in Champions I League. I am telling and he you the difference. Really well. The difference is that we have more people coming off the bench that they can do damage. Pobega is one of them. Mm. We have uh, De Catelare. Then we have uh, uh, the young kid over there. Uh, what's his name? Shank, whatever is his name. We have options on every position. We were short on defense the other, uh, uh, last year. Now we got a lot. We got yeah, also a young team. We have a young team and we have a lot of talent. We have a lot. They are one year older. We won last year with those play- with the very same player. We didn't give up on anybody. Except Plus they for have a solid ownership. That's we very important. We have well, but, uh, solid ownership that's in translate spending a lot of money. We know that the ownership, if needed be, they're going to come through with one or two more, uh, you know, players if uh, if we need it down on the, down the stretch. But AC Milan, he's there to do damage. We are not afraid of the big name like, look at Napoli, what they're doing to Liverpool. Listen, it's open. It's open. We're not afraid of the English Premier League and we're not afraid of the German. AC Milan is not and afraid. And next year we're going to get Koulibaly on loan back to Napoli. <laughs> <laughs> We are not. Listen, he's gonna gonna sit on the bench when Kim needs a break. But listen, (laughs) flipping the coin, I'm gonna show you what's going on with you guys with the Juventus. I know. One second, one second. Let's translate, Mike. I have a question for you because we just talked about the two teams that are doing the best in Champions League. Inter, let's be fair, they won against Victoria Pilsen, yeah. uh, but obviously they they haven't they haven't done as well as the other two. Juventus, we know we're going to talk about them as well. Do you think Milan and Napoli are in a different 
category of their own in terms of their style and how far they could go in Europe? Are they the two Italian teams that can go the furthest? Honestly, yes, and I underestimated both before the season started. I didn't think Milan would be doing this well. I put them in third, and I'd even put Napoli in top four. But right now, they're the two most confident teams. They're the two most fun Serie A teams to watch, mm. and they look more of a unit than any other team, Inter, Juventus, Atalanta, Lazio, Roma, whatever the case is. But why do you think you didn't predict so them much. there, and why do you think they are now? What's, well, what's the difference? What's changed for you? What changed for me is I thought— Besides the results— I thought Milan, uh, I didn't think Milan would replicate that great season, but it seems like there was no break for them. They just picking up steam where it started. And Napoli, the thing that I was worried about, where I think everyone was, was losing uh, players, leaders, like you mentioned before. And will Guevara pan out? Will Kim pan out to replace the shoes of Vincini and Koulibaly? And I, I was skeptical of that. I'm not going to lie. And then players like uh, Roma were getting so many good players, so I put them ahead of them. But it seems like it panned out for Napoli. They're doing good. And for Milan, they're they're picking up where they left off from last season. And right now, they're the most informed. They're the playing the best football in Europe, in Serie A. And yeah, I think I, I got to base it off that. Just great, great performance all around. Great locker room, great team, and great players. I think, this stabi I think the difference between Napoli, Milan, and the rest currently, my opinion, is the stability of the, um, of the clubs of mm. the ownership mm. i think the players feel that i think the players feel when the management is there when the management is doing things they they feel it they they, they do sense it and it does go on the field you have marotta right now that doesn't know what to do the ownership saying they have no money they need to sell uh, not the same lukaku as two years ago juventus has their own issue i feel that napoli and, and milan i believe they do have a strategy Look at, for example, uh, De Laurentiis. Even though De Laurentiis, I give him a lot of credit, but to this date, he has failed. Even though there are over 7 million Neapolitan fans around the wor world to bring Napoli at a global marketing level, I don't think we're there because it's a one-man show. But he's very smart. He's, he's, he's a business guy. Before players are leaving, you're already, Oliveira came already in May, Krava in January, already replacing these guys. Some guys are gone. Okay, I already have the replacements. Anguissa, uh, Sunday, the championship finished. On Monday morning, uh, Fulham, here's the money. Anguissa's mine, 15 million. He did spend the money. He does spend the but he's not going to throw out the money. Yeah. He spends smart. it strategically. Smart. Very smart. But again, it's a one-man show. Napoli, if Napoli wants to go somewhere, wants to become a, a team, you need to become a, a, a brand, a, a, a global a brand. marketing brand. A brand. But maybe that's, that's why Ronaldo would have helped. No, Ronaldo cannot come into Napoli. It would not. It's, it's too. I get it's it. too big. Yeah, I get for it. I understand. A, a, a club like uh, a, a club because De Laurentiis for him Napoli is a toy. He wants to have fun because if he sells Napoli, he's gonna go home and fight with his wife. He has no intentions. <laughs> he's got body. He has he has no intentions to go into politics. He doesn't want to be Berlusconi number two to you know be a senator or nothing. He wants to have fun with his toy. Be out of the house, not to fight with his wife. That's sell, so. buy, go watch the games, talk to the league, go to the meetings with the league, have dinner with the uh, Comiso, have dinner with the uh, with the Milan. Uh, that's it. He has fun. So, it's Ludo, a toy. But at the Ludo, same time, you're, I know you're talking about building a brand. Have. You're building all this stuff. But it's kind of funny because that's the pushback that now Juventus fans are giving on their club. They're saying they went too much to that side. 
where they kind of forgot about the sporting side. Too corporate, right? That, that's the feeling. Yeah, that's. I mean, look at what's happened. Look at the stadium. Look at how empty the stadium was yeah. against mm-hmm. Benfica, Crazy. where they've tried to like modernize. There's so many problems with the stadium, and I I have friends who are season ticket holders for years, for decades. And they say they can't believe how bad things are at the stadium right now, which has come from the top trying to make things more corporate. Correct. Right. I think the, my opinion, the issue at Juventus is we know who has the money and uh, who has the deep pockets and uh, who has uh, put the money for the club. It's Elkan. In the past couple of years, he put more or less about 500 million, a lot of money, Elkan. But I just believe that Elkan, between Elkan and Agnelli and Nedved and Arriva Bene, I don't think there is. Oh, 100%. I think there's, not. there's different 100%. voices, different opinions. And Elkan, I don't think, even though he has the money, even though he's the real owner of Juventus, I don't think he has the capability, nor the personality, nor the style, nor the knowledge. To say this is what needs to be done. And Juve keeps making mistakes. Well, that's why he has Agnelli. But Agnelli has has failed. Agnelli has failed. In my opinion, the last few years, like, okay, I know we're going to, we're going to, we'll dive into like Allegri, we'll dive into the the details of it. But for me, it starts from the top. It starts from the amount of poor decisions that were made. Correct. That led to the team that you see that plays against Benfica. Correct. That loses to Benfica at home. That ties to Salernitana. That nearly lost to them. It starts from there. So I totally agree. Right. The problem is you're not going to see Agnelli leave. Well, that's yeah. Elkan. You, Wait, you're not going to see let that. Let me happen. tell you one thing. It's four or five years. You have failed in the past four or five years. Yes, you, oh, we won the Scudetto for nine years. Yes, who was your only competitor in those mm-hmm. nine years? Mm-hmm. The Milano teams were not existing in those nine years. Besides the first, it was the first only year. Napoli. First year, the Milan was really good. And you won all those nine Scudetto in a row because it was only nine. If the Laurentiis would have been a little bit smarter with with a, with a better plan and buying yeah, some players taking, yeah. in, January, in January, the yeah, transfer yeah. window, maybe today we would, you know, out of those nine, we would have had one or two scores. Ka- brought up Let's, that a guy like Del Piero is missing from the team. Listen to this. In the organization. A guy that, that has like the charisma and the personality, like kind of like what Maldini brought to Milan, you're missing that kind of person because let's be honest, Nedved, if you ask, I know he's the vice president, but if you ask any person what Nedved does, they don't know what Nedved actually does. He's, he only complains. He, he reports. He reports to Agnelli. So you don't really have that guy like Maldini, but I who have... understands the club in and out, right. and who could provide both the business side, but also the cultural side of things. Yeah, but look at look at look at Maldini when he had Boban. It was not working mm-hmm. out. Boban, they let him go. Now he's working really Masada. well with Masada. Yeah. Paisa, I got the answer for this. Right, I'll tell you. I've been trying to tell you guys, and you guys are going back and forth, back and forth. He's the, he's the, the juice, okay? The suco. Agnelli with Elkan and company, Nedved and uh, Arriva Bene. Who's this Arriva Bene? Arriva he Bene is from Formula 1. Scuderia Arriva Bene was on the Scuderia Ferrari. He did not do very well in the Scuderia Ferrari. That team right now, the Juventus, is like a family affair. Anybody that is on the family, regardless whether you know, you have the knowledge of the game or the soccer or the structure that you need to build in order to put the, the numbers on the board, you just been brought in just because you you part of the family or the uh whether it's ferrari whether the it's the system. the system 
So at some point, the family tree. Yeah. Next year is going to be a hundred years that I nearly family owned Juventus. It's going to be the hundred year anniversary next year. The old man, what they used to call the old man, he, the real Agnelli, that was smart. Who did he surround himself to? Boniperti. Boniperti. The guy that now you shipped to Inter, he had leaders. Betteg at some point was inside the, the leadership. Now Del Piero is needed, but Del Piero is going to draw all the attention upon himself. And then Agnelli is going to say, Hey, who the hell am I? A sucker? I'm the most important guy. That's why the camera, 70% of the time, they go on him. None of the freaking team. Yeah, but so, it's been already five years. Listen and it to me. Worked. They got a change. Bring Del Piero, if you don't want to bring Del Piero, bring somebody else, but you need a technical mind and a leader, or a past leader of the team that is going to have to just go over okay. there so and be the PR for the team. I think we agree. Let's talk about, because that's big picture. Let's talk about now, right now, where Juventus is, because they're not going to change. They're not going to get Del Piero now. That's something that would happen in the summer. Now, right now, Juventus is at a delicate point in the season mm -hmm. where they need to make a decision on what happens. The game against Salernitana, the VAR, we already spoke about it. We spoke about what happened then. Forget about it. it for 60 minutes, you got dominated by Salernitana, and they were up 2-0 at your own home. You lost to Benfica, where your coach, Allegri, said, this is the most important game of our Champions League. Judge me on this. And he lost 2-1 to Benfica. Could have been more. And the, at, scariest, at the scariest thing is at 2-1, they had zero reaction. Mm. Benfica There was impressive. zero reaction for Juventus when they went down 2-1 at home. And he substituted Milik. Milik. I mean, I don't get it. That's the guy. He was playing really well. He scored yeah. the he scored goal. The goal He's too. got a great header. He's tall, but he could put the ball in the net. Why you sub? I don't and understand. And Di Maria didn't even understand it. He asked, "Why did you get subbed out? Why did he sub you out?" So my question is now: You're at this point. We know he makes nine million a year. This is the big thing that everyone says. He's got two years after this year, so he has like a forty million euro package total. What you would have waste. to you would have to pay him out in, unless he gets another job, right? What a waste. If you are Juventus. And you're looking at this season and you're looking that you got zero points in the Champions League group, not looking good. You got Maccabi that you're going to have to play next two games in a row. You're looking at this season at the Serie A. Do you think that they have to make an evaluation on, are we going to lose more money by not going further in the Champions League and potentially not finishing top four than we are keeping Allegri? Just keeping him because of the salary, and should they go out and get another coach? Should they get Tuchel or Zidane or De Zerbi or one of these options? You and I have, Marco, you have the heat to those 9 million, 9 million euros that you have uh, with Allegro till they can afford it. Yeah, I, why I not? Who told you that? Have... Why not? How come? Who the... Don't, you, don't Ma... you think it's a bigger Ludo. risk that they're not going to go further in the competition? Well, Marco, even regardless, Juventus, which players they purchased last year, this guy, 7, 8 million and all that. What I hear at the beginning of the season, and that's what gets me upset. Not because I'm, I'm a Napoli fan and, and I do not like uh, uh, Juventus. No, I'm talking about international. Or oh, our goal this year is to win the Scudetto. That's not a Juventus talk. To me, it's not a, a powerhouse like Juventus, a, a, a club like Juventus, the biggest club in Italy. You don't say, the, oh, the thing is, so what tells me this administration, okay, we're going to be out of the Champions League. As long as we make top four, we will be happy. We'll get our 30, 40 million. Then next year, we will think about it. But you have to go out of Champions League. I mean, Nothing. going out yeah. of Champions League is the bare, in my mind. Oh, you got to eat this money. The bare minimum. But, so what would you, what would you do if you're in charge? Do you think, well, do you think Allegri, do you think sacking Allegri and bringing in one of the options? 
helps save the season for events or do you think they need to grind it out with Allegri that he's just missing these players that are injured blah 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 and that things will get better I don't think I, I don't think it's matter of players missing yes we do want to find uh, the uh, let's say the culprits we want to okay Kiesa is still hurt what can, excuses yeah. no, I don't think it's excuses I listened to an interview last week last Sunday on the zone actually I listened to it twice <laughs> <laughs> Because mm. I want to, you know, sometimes you look at I the people in the eyes. You got a different perspective. You look, you, you look at yeah, the people in the eyes. You look at, you know, what they want to say, interview. but they don't say Bonucci. Have, Ma- you, have you seen that? With that one? Amazon Prime? That's after Salernitana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch what it twice, said, no. We, are, we don't work. We're not motivated. Yeah. Mentally, we are completely uh, empty. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we just need to work and we'll get out of here. I mean, we'll get out of this situation. So now, based on what he's telling me, this team is not motivated. He cannot motivate this team. And based on what you said before, Benfica from three weeks, Allegri, oh, judge me at Benfica. The most important game of the season, you're tying 1-1 at the end of the first half. You have 15 minutes in the locker room. You come out the second half completely mentally empty that you're not able to 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 win this game so that tells me that the coach cannot motivate these players they don't know what to do and he's basically he, he thinks just because he's allegri they everybody will do what ludo what he's, but, but the, what he's doing is actually wrong it's even worse if you ask if you say before the game judge me on this game you're putting a lot more pressure on your players if you do that and you went to say use the pressure no 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 it's wrong you used to the responsibility it's the wrong you used to responsibility you are putting all the pressure i do think it is a wrong message on the players i think it was a very stupid message you cannot do that it wasn't a so that means we can lose the other game no no but don't start just that winning that that winning mentality when you put on that shirt you play to win listen, every single game and listen, the players now they seem like l'antipasto that they mentally they're l'antipasto they trained out l'antipasto is supposed to be making you more angry for the first course second course and then dessert frutta caffè e gelato allegri is not serving you an antipasto it's serving you already un mattone that is going to just stuck in right here your stomach. and he's not going to leave you so don't start don't judge me you can judge me on this game that sends the wrong every game if you you're telling well. me I'm, a, I'm not a, I'm not a Serie A player but if you're telling me this is the game of your life do you think I'm going to be relaxed on the field I am not so he basically he told all of those people that he plays around the field hey this is game is on you if you fuck it up it's on you. In other words, this is the game that we have the win, that you have the win, not me. So when he says judge me, and indirectly is telling them, hey, that's on you. So I mean, this is the wrong message to send. This guy here, is, I don't think he knows. He knows basic psychology. <laughs> you guys, you listen to me. I, I'm not joking. I know you're not. I, I feel like if I was a Juventus fan, I would be so pissed to have somebody saying to me, judge me on this but that's game. that's also the administration that hired this guy for the second time. They didn't time. tell me, he they worked, didn't tell he, me he, to he say, worked, judge you know, me he, on this game. His cycle finished uh, when, when they lost those finals with the, with the Champions League. When Real they had Madrid, Barcelona. With, uh, like, with that's it. Now you, you, you come back again, it's like, correct. You're best friends with him. He was, he was mad that, that 
the management convinced him to sack him the first time because he didn't want to sack. Agnelli didn't want to sack Allegri. It was, he was forced. Yeah, he was he was forced to sack him because Nedved and everyone said they made a decision. You, they said no, he's got to be a sack. But also Ronaldo, Ronaldo had a lot to do with it. Either way, whatever. Ronaldo also just, had a lot to my, do with it because that was not. That, my point that is that Agnelli culture. didn't want to sack Allegri the first time he was sacked. He didn't want to sack him. Now he brought him back, and guess what? Guess what's on? It's on him this time. But that's where I feel like Juventus kind of... Him, him sacking him again is admitting that he that, warmed up this, he reheated the soup, and guess what? It's still bad. That's where I feel like Juve messed up, though. I feel like they brought him in, and they had that false hope where they can redo what they did with the five Scudetti or whatever when he was in charge. And the real question is, right now, it's not working. One, because this, the, this Serie A season is not the same as when... Juventus okay, we, we know, but, but what should they do? Juventus, what right now, they, they got to cut their losses because they're going to lose even more money if they keep him. Sack him! By now, if they keep playing like this, Sack him, I don't man. care. They're not going to be making top four. By the looks of it, they're not going to leave their group. And overall, they're going to lose more money from the Champions so League. Sack from Champions you would League. Say sack I him would now? Absolutely sack him to cut my losses and try to get a manager and as who? soon as... Like who? Someone like, who? like Tuchel. You think Tuchel? I, I would 100% get someone like Tuchel. Yeah, that, listen, because someone like him can come in. They can uh, control the egos like he did with uh, Chelsea. He just came in. He managed the team very well. And he has better ideas, better attacking football than Allegri. He doesn't play that defensive style right. football. I agree with Mike 100%. I'll tell you the reasons why. We're not just judging uh, uh, Allegri como una persona, just as, a, as the, the, the leader of the, of the squad. His style of play is not good. Juventus yeah, is not. not a team that it's he has not. to wait and then try to do something after the fact. Juventus has to yeah. take the game to the other play. You're to the passionate other team. about this, huh? It's, 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 it's like 11 players that get to the defensive It's like 11 players that at the park and they have like a pickup game. That's the way they see it. He should be opening uh, an hardware uh, store. That's what he should do. <laughs> Why? Because Catenaccio in Italia uh, means a locker. Yeah. Just to open a locker. Uh, uh, so a locker room. I don't. I don't believe that they're gonna that they'll sack him and get. Uh, I don't believe yeah, it. But I'm saying that's what they the should do. I looked up. I looked this up because uh, I was thinking, when's the last time they've ever had a, an Italian, a non-Italian coach? You know what it is? Two, uh, the Shams in 2006. Oh, yeah. And guess when the time before that was? 1971. They always get Italian so coaches. So the Derby to Juve. They always get Italian coaches. The only thing for me is I think I think Tuchel they're not gonna get. I think Tuchel is going to be similar to Allegri. I think maybe just like, I, I also do believe I'm starting to worry that the players are not behind Allegri anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing yes. that. I mean, and, the fact and that's that, what Bonucci yeah. said. They're and that's fighting. why I watched it twice. And that's a fa the fact that Di Maria, the fact that Di Maria looks over at Milik and says, why did this guy sub you? That's a bad sign. Very bad. The only other guy is, is Zidane. But I know he's been trying to wait for France. Yeah, I think Zidane, you know, he knows Juventus. He knows the system. I think the players will really respect Zidane a lot more. That they'll listen to him mm. and he can get them in order. The only thing is Zidane was kind of the coach. He did so good with Real Madrid because he had the players to go there. Now, I, I, I agree with what you said, though. I'm not saying that Juventus is the best team on paper. I'm not saying that. But I do think it's a massive excuse to say that we shouldn't sack Allegri because he's missing these Pogba, uh, Chiesa, Chiesa, Di Maria. Yeah. Because for me, I don't care if you're missing those guys. The fact that you get dominated by Salernitana, who Salernitana, until the final match day last year, was had one foot in Serie B. I mean, that just shows you that he has no plan B. I think Allegri did very well with great players, world-class players. I think he had that man management skills. 
but he has no other option when he doesn't have the best team in the league I don't think he finds a solution and I think right now Juventus need a guy who finds solutions when you don't just have everything at your plate Marco, let me just say one more thing. He lost control of the players. They're not following him. It's an important, it's an important stat since you guys like stats. Okay, (laughs) Napoli. Who was the superstar in Napoli? You don't see superstars. Kvara, Kvara Kelia. Respect. uh, Put some respect on that name. Eleven million dollar. Eleven million euro. Who's the superstar in Milan besides Leao that we found him out last Leao's year? No, Leao is definitely Leao's a superstar. A superstar. Come on, Stop. he carries Milan on the No, I said besides that, we not the team on top right now. We do not have superstars. Juventus does not have superstars. So with this, what's your excuse? No. It's the system that is not working. Right. There was never a cycle created. Juventus yeah. every year always try to put band-aids. Mm-hmm. You had Bonucci, Chiellini, the BBC, you had Buffon. Those were the those were the leaders of the team. Now you have very good players, but not superstars. So it's so that say Milano, so it's Napoli, so it's Inter. You do there is no team <laughs> every year it's there always is, a band-aid. Every Yes, well, always, oh, let's get so this you, guy. He's free. Right. And, uh, right. You know, the quick fix. 35 years old. This is a band aid. Pogba, he's coming, he was coming off uh, injuries all the time when he was on menu. He was not utilized that much on Manchester United. It's another band aid. And the fact that they're being used now as the excuses for why they can't win. Chiesa, shows Chiesa, you where the what real do you want from Chiesa? Is. What about you? Spent $70 million for, uh, for what's his name over there? Uh, uh, yeah, so Quadrado, you, Quadrado was a, was a mistake resigning Quadrado. Why? Why? Quadrado has been overused. Quadrado is the one of the few a, quality nah, players that they have. He's, he's a shadow of himself. Quadrado has lost two steps. Quadrado has lost two steps. He gets beat in defense. He can't beat a guy off the bench. He gave you those 10, 15 minutes. I agree with that. At the end of the game, but not to start. But this is to finish to say that the superstar they're not going to put you over the top. The fact that Di Maria won with Argentina or that Pogba won with France or whatever doesn't mean crap we have Giroud 35 years old we plugged him right there we didn't have anybody that's because everything around you works well, that's what I'm saying it's the I system know, I know. Hey, Conte, El Grupo. When, when you Juventus, guys don't have it when Juventus started their, their winning cycle they Conte had guys like Esti Garibia they guys go. like Giaccherini guys that when they left they, they did nothing anywhere but because all the guys that's why I keep saying about yeah, not playing the collective you also had Bonucci 10 years younger okay. 12 years younger Kelly, Kelly, 10 years younger years Buffon younger. okay but either way Bonucci Bonucci was, was seen as a, as a joke when he first joined Juventus he was so bad when Bonucci first joined Juventus he was so bad but guess what it's everything around him it was balancing him out with Chiellini balancing him out with the right players around him that made him better my point is that you you put a player like um, maybe let's say let's say Lobotka or Anguisa. You put one of them in Juventus because everything else is not working. He won't look as good. But because you plug him in at Napoli, where they figured out that eleven Correct. players all work together, is why he looks so good. Correct. So that's why they're you, synchronized. You can't just keep you, you throwing. Have to be synchronized. It's not one player that's going to fix Juventus. It's no. for a while the whole the, building. The, thing is, the, the foundation is cracked. So you right. keep putting these little little pieces, but guess what? At the bottom, you're cracked. The Michael, but it's also, from it's also my, it's the, the fighting spirit is not there. I just feel that Juventus, the way uh, th- that kind of club, uh, famous club, big club, I don't care who's the coach. When you put on that jersey, you mm. gotta fight. Yeah. Mm. And you, you don't what? have to fight. You Ludo, gotta give 110%. Well that's, Ludo, a, that's a culture thing. That it, it's a culture thing. Ludo, right. well said. And I don't feel that's not... Right now, they're not fighting. They're not motivated. There's no spirit. There's no team spirit. 
It's like everyone is on is on their own. When yeah, even though you exactly. know that church, so we all agree. You, we all agree they should important. sack. We all agree that they should sack Allegri. Yes, yeah. I, I think they, they should. should. Not when that they, they will. Get, not that they not, will. They will yeah. not. But yeah. would you, Saka, if you were in charge, you would sack him today? You know what? Sack Allegri. But uh, like you, Ludo, just brought what I was about to say before. La divisa della Juventus. The shirt. Yeah. It's a piece of concrete. It's so heavy. Yeah. If you do not. If you're not capable to withstand the, the weight of that jersey, you're gonna crumble, okay? When you're wearing a Juventus jersey, when it's a Milan jersey, that jersey has got a lot of history and mm -hmm. responsibility. Absolutely, I agree. If you're not capable to withstand that weight, you're gonna crumble under the pressure. There are players inside the Juventus right now that they are, could be great players in mm -hmm. every other team. I agree But with you that. played in Torino where the pressure to win is right there. A lot of those guys are not going to be able to withstand that pressure. Yeah, but also, so, Aldo, when you have the administration in August saying, oh, I'm, uh, th this year our main uh, focus is to win the Scudetto. Bad, bad news, bad that's, news. That's bad communication. I mean, a team like Juventus, you have to fight at least, at least you have to, you you, you should fight for the semifinal of the Champions finals. League or yeah. whether you get out, you yeah. know, round eight. And then it's, it's all about how you go out as well. Correct. I think that when you look at the way that they've gone out to Lyon, to Porto, to Ajax, Correct. to Villarreal, right. that's the more disappointing team. It's not like you went out against Real Madrid and all right, you went yeah. out early. On penalties, uh, whatever. Shoot. Okay, no, no, no. It's like an embarrassing way if they've yeah. gone out. Anyway, let's, uh, you know what else? Last thing, and then we'll move on. Enough about I, Juventus. I, I think it's also very <laughs> telling that they're, Two best players, in my opinion, their two best players have been the two new signings. Paredes and Milik Absolutely. have been like the only two players that perform. I mean, in their most important games, Milik has been the one that's come through. Paredes in the midfield has yeah. been has been yeah. the guy dictating the game. Pretty scary that without them, what what could have happened? And Milik was supposed to even be a bench, coming off the bench, stopping from Kes on Vlaovic. The thing is also, and I think also Milik, Milik, if somebody puts him on the bench, I think it would be a huge mistake. Oh. That guy's a starter. Milik. No, Milik has the experience. Vlaovic is very young. I think Vlaovic, a little bit at a time, he's got to get used to living the double life. He, he never had that, and he's still young. What I mean double life is Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday. Champions League, at that age? it's a different... Oh it, yes, he's a 2000. At that age, I mean, when you go to Champions League, it's different air, different atmosphere. When you hear that sound, the Champions League music at that age, the you got to give them time. Right. So now you play on Sunday, Serie A, he gives 150%. That guy always has fire in his eyes. Sometimes too much. Okay. He, too much, <laughs> correct. Sometimes he But overdoes now, it. on Wednesday, I think as a kid, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt to grow, to mature a little bit because he does feel the pressure on Wednesday when it's Champions League because of his age. And, and especially a, a coach that says, judge me on this game. Come on, please. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> uh, Vlaovic is the guy he wants to score. He, he, was he on wants him to too. score. You know, he How thinks that Vlaovic he's being judged on the goal. Ludo, Vlaovic, when somebody's telling you, judge me on this game, not directly to him, but to the team. His responsibility, oh my God. He says on his head, he gets all messed up. He says to himself, oh my God, I better score, otherwise I'm going to get screwed. That's what I think he's thinking. Don't talk like that to players. Don't mm. you freaking talk to the media, to the player, to anybody. Judge me on this game. That's wrong. Okay. Let's, uh, just to conclude, uh, conclude our episode, I want to I wanna preview uh, Milan against Napoli. Milan against Napoli because it is in Milano. Uh, and then Roma Atalanta. How do you, we'll start with the home side. How do you feel about going to this game? Reminder for everyone that's watching, this game is going to be on Sunday. It's a 2.45 match. Uh, Milan will be without Leao because he is suspended. 
um, because of the Napoli without red Spalletti, card, without Spalletti and without Osimen. Uh, Osimen, uh, Dembe, and uh, we don't know yet about Lozano. Okay, so Lozano, the, key players, uh, the, key players to, uh, missing for sure. He didn't travel to. Uh, you're the both most informed teams, both between Europe. You're both in first place along with Atalanta. How do you feel going into this into I this match? Me, as an AC Milan fan, I mean, uh, obviously I like Napoli too, but as an AC Milan fan, I feel pretty good. Leao, it's not vital for us. I mean, Leao is mm. extremely extremely powerful for the type of game that we have but now Leao everybody's getting used to see Leao coming down from the left him and Teo but now you see Leao it's but all you, over the place you, you can't stop Leao even One if you second, see him you don't stop finish. him the fact that Leao is not going to be there is not going to be a problem for us because we're not ah. playing only Leao we have his system the system works you're going to see you're going to see the kid that we got from uh, from Torino that he scored for a beautiful Bega. goal you said it right. I don't <laughs> want to say, I don't want to scare them because otherwise they're going to start to watch video games. You're going to see Pobega, you're going to see Benacer, you're going to see Tonali, you're going to see uh, Decatelar, you're going to see all of this youth. We're going to, uh, you know, what's his name over there? Uh, Salem Maker. We not depending on layout to score all the time. We have Giroud. We have plenty. We got plenty. Well, Giroud is a, a finisher, but I think that Giroud will struggle without a guy like Lau. My question to you is, I that don't remember. The, ball. the game will be remember. one loss or yeah. tied on a couple situations of play. I think Giroud is Milan, not creating from the midfield yeah. to go through. AC Milan, I think, is better in building up, the, in building up the, the, from the midfield, and we are better strikers. When's, than the last time, when's the last time Milan has played with Lau? I really don't remember Milan uh, even without yeah, Lau. I feel like he's always a player that's not injured. He's rarely suspended. So I feel like I haven't seen Le, uh, Milan without Leao. With that being said, Milan did really good at, at always replacing players and not being reliant and, and being reliant on the system. But I think Napoli's a tough test. You So you you feel like you're still confident even Absolutely. without Leao. You brought it up. I will never bring up the fact that uh, we play Napoli without Leao. We don't do that. I it's not know. within the DNA of AC Milan. AC Milan is a squad, it's a team, it's a group that plays as a team. We're not going to be crying if Leao is not there I, or somebody else is not there. End of the, end of the story. I understand Lugo's you're not, not crying. crying about the, the, the people that are going to be missing. I know, I know he's well, not going to cry. He's not going to well, cry. For me, I'm sorry, but Osimhen's not as important uh, to Napoli as Leao is to yeah, Milan. for sure. We're um, not depending on Leao. Don't I, say that we're depending on Leao. We're not depending on Leao. We'll see. You make it look well, like we're depending is, on Leao. I feel like don't. you guys are. No, I feel like you are. I think if I'm not mistaken, and, and uh, Manolas is the stat man, I think Napoli, besides Inter, is the only team in Serie A that eight different people have scored. Mm. So he says Milan. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Inter and Napoli, eight different players have scored thus far uh, I believe in Champions League and Serie A have scored for uh, for Napoli. Only Inter and Napoli have those uh, have those stats. Uh, I believe. Um, I feel very calm. I'm looking forward to see. I think it's going to be a real good test for Kim mm -hmm. against Giroud. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that test, to that battle. You know, too strong physically. Uh, Kim strong with the head, very physically, very aggressive. Same bodies. Uh, same physicality. I'm looking forward to that battle between uh, the uh, our Korean guy, the Kim and uh, and Giroud. But other than that, I feel confident. I think the bench with the players that Napoli uh, have, I feel very confident that we can do really well in uh, against uh, against Milan. Just continue playing our game. Right, it's, our an, open game. it's an open game. I think we, we are, the, we are the better. Where's the game one for you? Where do you think if Napoli were to come away 
from Milano? I think I think uh, every game is won in midfield. I think the midfield decides if you win today or you lose. My opinion. I think it's also going to be a good test for um, for Quada as well, going against uh, you know Milan's defense along with Napoli. Actually, last year we're Correct. tied on the the least goals conceded. I think he's going up against different defenders than he had to in the past. So that will be a great test to see him in a big match in, uh, in San Siro, which, again, you're talking about heavy shirts. That's also a stadium that can make your legs tremble at a certain moment. I, I'll just, just to, to, to play his side, I think that Napoli, without Osimhen, doesn't miss as much just because I feel like you signed such a great player in, in Simeone, who's a great bench player, mm-hmm. who can, you know, he's a finisher. They're finishers. Osimhen is a finisher. Simeone is a finisher. The guys behind him are still there for Napoli. So that's why I'm leaning more towards Napoli in this in this match than anything. I do. I will say I think it's going to be a tie. I'll go, I'll, I'm sorry to disappoint uh, you, I'm, but I'm, 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 stay, win. I'm staying in the middle. 2-0. But 2-0. For me, if two, I was if I was doing a bet, Even I would Meret, say Napoli or tie. I see he's a little bit more confident. Meret this, is uh, going to get butter on his finger for Sunday, Ludo. No, I, I feel is. I think the, with the Sirigu now knowing that he's the starter, Sirigu is his backup, and Neves coming from PSG, and today. And uh, and he's coming tomorrow, and he'll be in Naples. Now I saw the Napoli. No, 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 no. I'm just saying it's what the Napoli media is the worst in the world. Really? (laughs) They are the 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 media in Napoli. They ruin Napoli. They ruin the players. They ruin the atmosphere. They they they. Those guys are the worst. Mm -hmm. They love that they put this little, you know, the 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 gossip. But now Meret, they finally know. You know, he knows that he's the starter. And he played well. Yes, they played against you know against uh, Liverpool, against uh, Spezia. He made a couple of really nice. Well. Uh, he did really well. So he knows he's the starter. I feel confident. The team is there. I just hope they don't read the newspapers, the Neapolitan newspapers, <laughs> Martino, the Neapolitan uh, we'll media. We'll, we'll text them. <laughs> because they are, because they, are uh, they, they are the worst. And I think it's going to be a fun uh, game. It's going to be coast to coast. One of those games that I think. Even non-Serie A fans yeah. will enjoy the show. Will enjoy watching and say, "Wow, I watched a really nice Serie A game, coast to coast, chances, opportunities, quality players, great feet, technical, first touch soccer." I think everyone Giroud will, will score enjoy. the first one. The Catalan is going to score the second Dave. one. This is a, this is a strange <laughs> Wait, one for me. Mike, show show the show. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Guys, if you didn't know, he's from Napoli. Tell me you're from Napoli without telling me you're from Napoli. (laughs) But but I want to say this this, is a strange one because when I found out Leal was out versus Napoli... You were happy, right? No, I was just like, wow, that's going to be a big obstacle to pass because I feel like Milan are pretty heavily reliant on Leal for their attack. You know, he can score goals himself. He sets up goals. I mean, look at the season alone. He's he's carried his team. He's done incredible. And But the thing is, Napoli's been doing amazing. Even without Osiman, I think they're a real complete team. Milan tend to win when it matters, though. They come up for the big moments. That's a moments. very good point. You know what I'm saying? They're playing at San Siro, and they prove me wrong a lot of times. So I'm not to that point where... Big moments, maybe Milan have been there. Maybe don't sure. count out Milan. They're playing at San Siro. Even... Even when everyone counts them out in the derby, they even when they're down a goal, they manage to somehow come home. No, no, but nobody counts them out. It's one of those games that when you when you used to play when you used to play the old Toto Calcio in Italy, you know, with the it's one of those games like we say in Italy, one x do it, you know, one x do it. It's just 
So the, you know that, what does that mean? Okay. One, one is, is the win. home team, X is the tie, two is the waiting. So it's wait one, so if you had to play the old style of, uh, of Schedina, betting, Schedina. you know, the Schedina Toto Calcio, you know, your dad remembers, we remember when we were kids, it was only 13 teams, the Serie A games, then you had Serie B, and I believe you had one Serie C game yeah. at the end. So you had to put either one, X, uh, or, or two. two. Not necessarily who, who, who guessing not the, the score. You know, win, so tie, you, or loss. If, win, tie, if win. you had the Schedina in front of you, which one would you do? All three. What do you mean? You could put all three? Yes, you, you could put bet. all three yeah, on some games, all, but it's going to yeah. cost you more uh, to bet. You're probably going to lose <laughs> money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. But what would you put? It's called a, a triple, una tripla. Yeah, I put the uno X, Vittorio Pareggio, you know. I, I put a draw for sure. An I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be a tough game because I just want to say... But a great battle. I, I just thought with yes. Lau not being there, I would think Napoli would win, but not Milan step up to the plate so well when it matters. Being Scudetto winners and being a team and playing at the San Siro, I think it's going to be a very it's going to be a dog fight of a match. Hope, I just hope it's going to be a great a great show for Serie A. I think a great be. game it's that everyone will, uh, will enjoy. And we say, wow, we just had we just spent two great hours, great mm -hmm. culture. I had a great Ludo, time. are you going to be here for what? the game? Are you going to be here? I don't know. No, we have the no, Ludo. Because yes we have the no? order. We have the order uh, Spogliatelle in case Napoli scores. And Baba. And Baba. And Baba. And Baba. <laughs> so Guys, I before, will stream in this game, Mike, yes or not? We'll we are? We'll see. We'll, oh, we'll see. see. Okay, we'll see. Doesn't mean but anything. Before we, uh, before we go, obviously, I know we didn't. This is a special episode. We just do two uh, for this week. Anything else from Europe we know? Lazio had a very bad day, uh, losing 5-1. Was that the final score? 5-1. It's Michelin. Uh, Roma won 3-0. Belotti and uh, Dybala on the score sheet. And then Fiorentina uh, lost as well in the Conference League. And uh, we, we mentioned already Inter won against Victoria Pilsen um, in the Champions League. Any Anybody have any comments about any of those games? I just want uh, uh, two minutes about, uh, about, Torreira, about uh, Fiorentina. Uh, well, Torreira, I think that was the, the from uh, from the management point of view, I think that was a big error letting Torreira go because Torreira was the Lobotka of uh, of mm. Fiorentina. It dictated the uh, the tempo, and I felt that he had the team uh, in his hand, and you know dictated the tempo and the the midfielders, and and the team was respond uh, was responding to uh, uh, to him. I just feel that the the, the Fiorentina, and I feel really bad. It's again, it goes back to what I said before, um, living the double life. You know, the Wednesday and Sunday, Serie A and, and, uh, and Conference League, traveling, playing these games, coming back to Italy on, on, on a Friday morning during the night and then mm. playing again. It's, 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 it takes a lot from you mentally and physically to now, too, right. too. So now you got to get ready for, for Sunday game and then you got to get ready for a Thursday game. And I don't think the roster, the players, have that experience to deal with that at this uh, uh, at this point. Plus, the problem with scoring goals, and the most important factor, going back Juventus and Allegri, I don't think Italiano is able anymore to motivate the team. Really? Yeah. You he really only motivates that. that team, that team, only when they play against Napoli. <laughs> okay, no, 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 I'm not kidding. Look at all the games. Look at all the games Fiorentina has played today. Conference oh, League and God. Serie A. Look at all those games and look at the Napoli game and you tell me how they played. They were running 150 miles an hour. They had fire in their eyes. They were running coast to coast, uh, coast physical. 
mentally prepared, motivated, and then you tie 0-0 against Napoli. You leave everything on the field, and then you have nothing left. The next game, you're mentally straight. You think Italiano's the problem? Really? I no, think so. That's my no, guy. No, 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 I love no, Italian. At this point, at this point, you just I, broke at my heart, point, I, I actually, At this point, I see it because he also says it in 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 the in the interview. You got to read these interviews. You got to see what what's not said, not what how they say it, mm-hmm. the tone of voice they say it, and. Where do you watch all these interviews? Well, you have them on the uh, on the on the Sky, yeah, Sky. They have it. He said, you know, they, they, they're not motivated. I cannot get these guys uh, motivated and, you know, f- for them to recharge the, uh, the, the, the batteries. batteries. They feel like they, uh, they drained out and the forwards that they got and the midfielders uh, uh, that they got and, and what they were able to get from the Calcio Mercato, buying players. It, there's but is that his fault? Don't you think it's the team that like he just doesn't have a roster to compete on two or three fronts? But he also has to play. stay okay. He I also, like his style. Come but he on. also he also has to stay okay uh, when you're buying a player. I mean, I don't think the Laurentiis uh, buys players or some another team buys players. You know, without consulting the coach. You know, the technical aspect of the the coach. I just think that the roster is not up to par dealing with the double. Uh, uh, with the double uh, identity, so isn't that that they stretch too thin rather than the coach? Or but you it's, it's also him? see the thing is no. What I'm referring to about the coach is the fighting spirit. So why are you not fighting? Why there's nothing? It's like mentally, it's like they're drained. They lose the concentration, and a lot of games that they lose is because that mental uh, lapse, that mental of uh, that, that uh, lapse in concentration. Boom, and the other team gets you that means you're not you're not mentally prepared because you you lose focus during the game and the other team scores on you that that's that's that, that's the way well, I you see know it. i've said that you're not focused 95 I like, minutes i like italiano style it's, it's gonna it's got a nice style of playing i mean and when I, I i enjoy watching but you also, play you also job. need you also need the right roster to do that style exactly. of, uh, of play exactly. to do a 4 3 3 you need the you need the players you know, you need the uh, you, mm-hmm. you you need speed on the wings. Maybe they need uh, more physicality. Need... A couple more players that they are, they're gonna add to the physicality and to the and to the what you just said. Maybe somebody that is gonna put the ball on the net because apparently uh, scoring is a lot yeah, of problems. Problem. Problem. With the uh, with the goalkeepers, mm. with the wings, with the forwards. You know, putting uh, putting forwards the ball sure. in the net. Today, Gollini, Gollini, mamma mia, three mistakes. I just uh, yeah, not good. I just it was not pretty to watch. I saw. Daddy, I saw sometimes you do want to go to Europe. But you got to be able to and handle. I like Colini. Colini, you, you, you got to be, be able to. One of, he had a bad game. Put it this way. To, I don't to, think Colini is uh, a great goalkeeper. I think he's going to redeem himself. Uh, today he had a bad game. Mike, anything from the teams in Rome? Anything about Roma or Lazio that catch your eye? Mm, I mean, for the Roma game, it was Dybala's. When he's on, he's on. And I don't know if. When Anto was watching the game, it was like, "What did Juventus like, give up after this?" Oh, I feel like he, he he got a new. New life. Uh, sort he's like been a new appreciated. Life. Dybala has I, been appreciated. Did he get an air freshener like Napoli? <laughs> yeah. I, think some, I feel like a Juventus. Refreshed. Right. I feel like he was kind of caged and wasn't loved and stuff. And now I feel like at Roma, he was even saying like when they call his name or celebrate right. him, he feels like he owes something to the jersey. And you can just see it on the pitch. He's happier when he scores. Oh, amazing. He scores wait. incredible goals. So just... 
just seeing him in a new atmosphere in a new jersey really enjoy hey, culture again uh, how about i think Lazio? it's amazing i think they were what saying their biggest with your maestro, Lazio? we didn't say anything about his maestro maestro oh, <laughs> that, was, that was a horrible See, the thing is with uh, with sarri what he was able to do in napoli it's not talking about napoli, no, 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 napoli. No, everyone thinks automatically <laughs> Oh, Sarri had those three years in Napoli where the team was playing like PlayStation. He's going to do the same thing at Chelsea. He's going to do the same thing at Lazio or wherever team is going to well, go. Well, why couldn't Whatever why you he? saw in Napoli, it will not happen again. <laughs> but you it guys keep saying, give, give, give the maestro at least two years. The first year, all right, the first year. Now it's the second year. Come on, enough of this maestro, maestro, don't make me say it, don't make me say it, please, that guy's not a maestro, he didn't invent anything, and he's been playing, he's been copying a lot of other great, trying to copy, because if you're good at copying, you're going to just put it on all the time, okay, so me, he's not a maestro, so don't call him maestro anymore, please, it's a disaster, hey, you know what, to finish up, listen, also, listen, also Liverpool lost, you know, who expected Liverpool to lose, Roma lost 6-1 to and then they ended up winning the conference league. My Marco, Correct. listen to this. So, it's something so, so, so happy that Let's I am. It's so sad yeah. at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Ascolta, <laughs> una cosa, you know, something that I saw while I was watching the game of Juventus. They, the camera went into the stands. How did you get to Juventus? From? Uh, no, I, I'm going to tell you this as well because we were talking about Dybala. Dybala with the mic. I said, Dybala, Dybala, yeah. Dybala is a new life and all the stuff. When the camera <laughs> went into the stand, I saw a couple of young kids wearing the Dybala shirts on the, with the Juventus in Torino. I said, oh my God, God only knows the way they, those guys, they feel because they're still wearing the jersey. You go to the, to the stadium, Dybala left, leaves the Juventus. And I see young kids still with the Dybala name on the back of their jersey. I said to myself, oh my God, poor kids. I, I just, uh, you know, God only knows what's going on on the head of those, uh, you know, the, the tifosi. Marco is all messed up. Marco looks depressed. <laughs> He's a mess, this guy here. Before he used to win once in a while a biliardino. Now me and Bocca di Fuoco, oh, we, yeah, we, yeah. we, we, we beat the living crap yeah. out of him. Yeah, we yeah. are killing them. Yeah, we're wow. killing them. Okay. All right, we're going to go play our third game right now. Uh, Ludo, thank you for coming thank on. You so much, guys. You're appreciate like you. Always, always a pleasure. So, Ludo, we went for your Sunday. I'm bringing the Spagliatelle, Ludo. And the Baba. And the Baba. Okay. <laughs> guys, as always, thank you for watching. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Forza. Napoli, always. <laughs>